So, yeah, Mom, do you have a do you have a plan to vote? Do I have a plan to vote? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> I mean, I've already. I I tell you what, I am sorry that I didn't. Of course, it was COVID that did it. Uh, I made the choice and the decision to ask for a ballot, uh, which I've never done because I enjoy standing in line and voting. I just do. I really feel good about it. Uh, so I thought, no, you're not going to do that this year. Because David will say to you, take care of yourself, Mom, take care of yourself. Uh, so I thought, okay, i got to take care of myself. So I sent the thing in, and then as time went on, and I'm, everybody's wearing masks, and I don't go out of here unless I got masks and gloves, uh, I decided I wanted to stand in line. Oh, so, you... so I called. Okay. I called the Board of Elections. I said, I'm going to change my mind. She said, did you send in your request? I said, yeah. She said, you can't change your mind. So I said, but the president said, I, <laughs> and she and I both laughed. Uh, but so I can't change my mind. So what I'm going to do is get my ballot, which is due to come in next week, first week in October, and I will fill it out, and I will drive it to the Board of Elections. And while they have a drop box there, that's not, not going to be good enough for me this time. It was okay for the primaries, but I'm putting on my face and my mask and my gloves, and I'm walking into the door, and I'm going to hand it to somebody. That's how I'm doing it. So, good for you, Mom. Well, listen, what I would say is, could you just be a little bit more politically engaged? That would be my my observation. <laughs> the best is yet to come. That's all I can say. So That's just... how I feel, David. All right, Mom, we love you. Love I you, love Mom. You and, and I'm with you, and you know my my, my, my heart is with your, do- with your doggy boy. Thank you. you. All right, we'll keep, talk. Keep, keep me posted. We will. We love you. Talk to you soon. Love, love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Boom. I'd let you take the reins this week, babe. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you. As much as I can, I'm going to let you take the reins. Oh, kinky. Um, <laughs> we have a very important guest on the show today. Do you know who that guest is, babe? I do, because we've already done the interview, and it was fantastic. So I think... Yes? We should just launch right in. We should just go. You guys... This is going to be, the entire uh, episode is going to be an interview with one of our favorite people, who I know some of you have been asking about. You want to know their opinion, so you're going to find out all about it right about now. Tell us who our special guest is today. Well, this is a very exciting week for us. Hailing from Los Angeles, California, today we are joined by Miss, soon to be Mrs., Madeline Goldsmith. Yay! Maddie, hold on. Maddie moved to New York City only three years ago from San Francisco, California, and is currently working as project manager at All Right Studio in Brooklyn, New York. But... Let's be real. The most important fact about Maddie is that she is my stepdaughter. Yeah. And the only progeny of our dear David Goldsmith. <laughs> That's me. Yet. So far. Oh, That's boy. true. Oh. We'll get into that. Well, we'll get into that. <laughs> Life is young. Yay! Welcome, Maddie. Welcome, Maddie. Yay! Hi, parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to have Maddie on the show. It was a big deal for me because a lot of my girlfriends were asking, like, 
what it is like to have a stepdaughter who is only six years younger than me. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed at all. <laughs> and they were asking, like, what it's like for her also to be white. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was saying, you know, let's just have Maddie on the show so she can talk about her experiences. And I also want to know, like, what she thinks. Well, I want to know what you think of us because she can only share so much. Although we are a very open family and we do mm, yes. say how we feel a lot. A lot of the time. Almost too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think just the right amount. But that's me. <laughs> but no, I have I have a lot of questions from some some listeners. I'm nervous and excited. Oh no, 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 no. Or as we say in the theater, excited and scared. I'm excited and scared. What show? DM us. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. Yeah, if I have to tell you then. <laughs> you know what show. I know what show. All right, thank God. So, Maddie, are you excited to be here? I am. Are you sure? I love being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and answering questions authentically. <laughs> right, because she doesn't know any of these questions, but no. they're really easy questions. So, What's your favorite color? <laughs> no, no, it actually goes like this. How does it feel... Oh, wait. I'm going to go, wait, How? which one do I want to ask first? Now, your girlfriend's asking these questions? Yeah! Wait, should okay. I first say, like, what I say, like, how I talk about you I guys? I think you should. Oh, yes. Let's hear from you. Okay. Because I now just say my parents, and it's you guys. And everybody just knows when I say, like, my parents are doing this, my parents are doing this, it's you guys. Because, you know, for a time it was, like, my dad and his, well, that was, like, my dad and his girlfriend. That was sort of normal. And then yeah. it was, like, my dad and his wife... Like, was weird. It's like, weird to say that. Yeah. So, it, and then it was like, and then sometimes when I say to people who, like, don't know me at all, I say, like, my dad and my stepmom. Yeah. But it's like a funny inside joke with myself, because they don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't know it's funny. Like, this homely white yes, lady. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they do. And then sometimes Wait, I'm like. why am I with a homely white lady? Well, no, no, no. I'm like, just an, old, an older white lady. Yeah. Oh, and so sure. then yeah. sometimes I'll be like, do you want to see a picture of my parents? <laughs> You just offer that up? Well, to people that I'm getting to know. I'll be like, my stepmom. But, like, let me show you guys a picture so that so you, you understand. understand. Yeah. Yes. yes. So and then like what a, do they do? Like, how do they, they feel? They always go, oh, my God, she's so hot. Oh, no, they don't. They do. No, no, they do. Of course they, they do. do. I love your friends. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Of course they do. My, friend, my friend's husband, when I showed it to him, he was like, oh, she's a smoke show. <laughs> Wait, Maddie! Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know this. <laughs> smoke I'm serious. Show. A smoke show. Now, do you get a lot of robbing the cradle jokes? No, because uh, you can't. You, looking at the pictures, it's not like super even. Oh, thank clear. God. It's not clear. It is clear that we're together and that we're in love, which is why right. sometimes we get hate because yeah. it's really clear. Which right. I used to think, oh, everyone thinks he's my sugar daddy. Right. And now, I, I don't think that's the energy we give off. I don't think so either. Yeah. It's, and I also say, like, you know, like, Bree's my stepmom. She's 35. Like, no big deal. <laughs> when you're with us, it all makes sense. Right. Yeah, that's what I also what I say. say. Too. Yeah. Like, it might seem weird, but when you're with us, it's not weird at all. Yeah. That's what I also say. Who have you had to say that to? A lot of people. Really? Well, people, you know, like, in the last five years, like, at some point I've had to say it to everybody. Jamie is old. Oh, no. Jamie's gone. Another music theater app. <laughs> well, she DM us. Don't, don't DM us. Well, she just said it. I did, I did. Well. But still DM us. <laughs> um, oh, wow. I'm gagged. Why? What photo did you show when oh, I was any a smoke fo- show? Any photo of you guys. Great answer. Photo, great answer. <laughs> what, is it? what did you say? Great she said answer. any photo. Or I said any photo. I said great answer. <laughs> oh, right. That's true. There's that photo of the three of us at that ice cream yeah, parlor. Yeah, that one's Oh, cute. I love that. That's a good photo. picture. It's such a good memory, too. Yeah, So same. we should post that one. That one's good. Oh, we should. We should. Somewhere. That was like when we were first getting to hang out. That was one of our... F- yeah, that was when we went to... Um, to the Williamsburg. Yeah. I mean, not Williamsburg. No. Williamstown yes. Festival. Yes. 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 That's right. To see Chantal. Yes, and the service was terrible, but we had such oh, a yeah. wonderful time. And that ice cream place was... And didn't Delicious. we see a movie in the middle of the day? Like, we yes. like went. We saw the. Oh, my God. Um, oh the Kamai, sick. Or, big, sick. Sick. No. big Sick. We saw big the Big Sick. sick. Oh, we did? Yeah. Yes. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Not bad. The oldest guy in the room remembered. 
That's well, you didn't remember the name of the movie. I the did. Big Sick. Yeah, but I said it first. Oh. Everybody, you remember, you heard it. <laughs> anyway, so this is incredible. So people aren't like shady toward us, right? No. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, not to my face. No. <laughs> so I guess we'll never know. And it's fine that way. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, and then anybody who's ever met you has been like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, of course. That makes sense. Yeah, like, you know. I'm just happy that the photos don't seem like there's this old man with the with this hot young black woman. <laughs> I mean, there might be photos like that, but they're not the ones that you post to Instagram and I Facebook. That's true. I try not to. Yeah. No. I, th- I really do think it's how you, like, you set the tone for how people perceive you. Yeah. And we walk around like we're having the time of our lives, which we are, and we're very in love. And I thought it was weird when we were in Mexico because, like, I was like, how do these people know we're together? And then later I was like, well, we are in a couple's only place. And also, we just walk around like we're in love. We definitely give off the vibe that we're yeah, I don't yeah. Think a couple. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody's confused. That's awesome. <laughs> and how do you feel about it? Well, I feel great about it. Because, I mean, well, how do you want to, like, go into it? Like, the well, beginning of the... Here. Actually, yes. I think we should talk because people wanted to know. People were asking me if I was nervous to meet you. And they also wanted to know, like, how we first met, which I think is a really cool story. It is a good story. Um, But I think, but it started, okay, so here's how it started for me, though. Go. Oh, I love this. (laughs) You love this part, which is the part when we weren't speaking. (laughs) (laughs) By we, meaning meaning you and me. And my dad. Yeah. 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 Which also, I just want to say... It was entirely an unprecedented chapter. Never happened before. In our lives. Yeah, it had never happened before, but I think it was also really good. I think it was like one of the best chapters because I never, I never felt like I could put up boundaries like that and just be like, I need stuff. Like, you need to give that to me. And so it was actually really good for me to just be like, I'm putting up this boundary and then to have somebody respect it. Because then, of course, I did it with my own mother and can you talk about what, what precipitated yeah. and what it was you actually were Yeah, so, for? like, well, we went to Barcelona mm. um, with, and it was sort of like, I was living with um, a guy in San Francisco, his boyfriend is from Spain, and it was like a New Year's trip that, like, they sort of were like, we're going to go to Barcelona, and I was like, well, I want to go to Barcelona, and then I told you, and you're like, I want to go to Barcelona, and I was like, okay, like, yeah, <laughs> sure, like, I mean, and at the really t- trip for you. Well, but. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, well, I was also like poor, and I was like, honestly, you'll come, you'll take me out, it'll be fun, I'll stay with you. Like it was, it was also just like financially speaking, right? Like I needed help, right? And you were like offering to kind of take me to Barcelona, where I could then hang out with my friends, right? Okay, but there was never like a proper conversation mm-hmm. about which now, of course, I would do, but I was twenty four, four or five, and I didn't know how to say. Some nights I will want to just hang out with my friends. Right. And you will just have to figure that out. And sometimes, thank you for bringing me in but paying for Airbnb, but I'm going to go off and do my own thing right. on these days. So know that, which I would do now. But anyway, okay, so that didn't happen. You annoyed me on the trip. <laughs> you annoyed me I on the trip. I remember that trip. Yeah. I can be annoying on yeah. the trip. You were like, well, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm in Spain. Help me. And I was, you're a grown man. Figure it out. And right. you were like, I can't. How's my phone work? <laughs> <laughs> so... That this sounds very well It gets better. Well. It gets better for you later. Oh um, my god! But, so I was well, just it can't like, get worse. I was, I was pissed, and also I felt like I, I need, I, and the money stuff was a whole thing too. I had paid. I felt like I then owed you <laughs> dinners with me, but Ick. I, right? It was bad. Like I Did didn't, you and pay I didn't. Her flight too. Probably. I think so. So it was complicated and I didn't know how to talk about it. And and we were in a time in my life when I was young and I was a preschool teacher when you and mom both gave me money every month to help me. Mm. And every month, mom would have it automatically transferred into my account. And every month with you, I had to pay. So it's the first of the month. Like, could you? And you, ugh. My, I'm just an ATM. I just, all I do is give out money. And it was always like, a hassle. And every time I said can you not make it a hassle for me? It was like, sure. And then it always was. So anyway, I got really like, pissed. <laughs> Sorry. And I was like, I can't talk to you right now. I got really like pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, I don't even remember how it happened. I think I just said, I don't remember if I, I don't know. I don't remember saying, 
I don't want to speak with you. I don't. I remember we had a we had a moment in Barcelona where it was like the day after you had gone out with your friends and I was alone in the hotel it was, room. And it was I New had, Year's Eve. Oh, and, that's right. It was yeah, New Year's Eve. I wanted I to hang out years. with my young friends yeah, and I was at in, a house outside of the city. Yeah. And I was in Barcelona and I was alone. And maybe Eve. you could have gone out and done some amazing thing I by yourself. I just would have had to have learned Spanish. No, really you didn't quick. need... No, or they speak it, English. Catalan? Catalan. But they speak English. You could have done it's any number so of things. It's interesting to me that you put yourself in that position, David. I assumed incorrectly that I would have your company on New Year's Eve. Oh. That is true. And we never talked about and it. We and we should have planned yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So See, communication, kids. Is key. That's key. really the lesson. Even though it would have been uncomfortable. But so then when we got back, you were like, I... I don't remember saying anything on it. Do you remember, like... I We definitely had a conversation the next day in the sunlight on New, on New Year's Day. In I remember sitting... Yeah, no, I remember. It was a really sunny day in Barcelona. I don't remember. And we got through the trip. I mean, it wasn't like we were having... No, we got through the trip, and I that think was the, fine. The rest of the trip, I think, was fine. But then when we got back, I think you asked... Because I, mean, I think I paid for it, right? For the therapy. I think you asked for therapy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't even in therapy then. Right. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so right. So probably, yes, I did. I also asked for help with, with therapy. Yes, absolutely. Right. And and, the, and the, the ask for me was that you needed time away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, you needed distance from me. And would I please respect that? Mm, okay. Which, like, I don't remember any of that because I just, like, walked out. And so I... So you did. And it was like a few months and I remember, okay, so during this time, I remember, you know, I'm on like Facebook or whatever and I see you guys together in London and you're wearing this purple gown yes. and you're like together. And I was just like, what's happening? Who is this person? Well, because, okay, so the, the other story on our side of the, of the, of the pond was that in December, before, before the, trip the trip to Barcelona, Brie and I began our mm-hmm. communication on Facebook Messenger around the donuts. Yes. And and then we got back at January third or fourth, and you guys went on your date. And so I asked on your birthday. I asked Brie if she would go to see the color purple with me on her birthday, and she said yes. And that In was New our York. first date, and that was January seventh, twenty. 16. Mm-hmm. And then when was so Motown in, March, in London? In March. Very oh, soon. Wow. So oh, wow. in March, Motown opened in London, and right. I asked Brie to come with me, right. and she said yes. I can't believe we still weren't talking in March. That's kind well, of Well, we weren't talking for many, many months. Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't. It, I thought it was like three max. Oh, no, no. It was more no. like six. Really? It was yeah, a because, long because time. Brianna because Brianna kept I saying to me. Going, you have a daughter. Will you never talk to her? Like, what are you talking about? Now, meanwhile, Maddie and I are extremely close, like, her whole life. I know. It was really, like, extremes. And I kept but, having to convince you that it's not actually, I am not a horrible man <laughs> with, with an estranged daughter that I never is, speak to, even honestly, though I had an estranged daughter I was not speaking to. But honestly, I think that, not the reason for it, but it all happened the way it was supposed to. Absolutely. Which, mm-hmm. like, we agree. But I also think me not being around really gave space in your life for her. Yeah. Because... I was always there. That was part of the problem with all these women. Was I was like always there, and you mm-hmm. were always paying attention to me, and they always felt left out. But you had however many months of just like his full attention, where you got to like solidify the foundation mm-hmm. of what you were gonna have without me being there all the time. Now, to be fair, that was more of a problem when you were in high school. A child, sure. And, and once you got right. to college, that wasn't so much a problem. Sure. In general, but yes. It certainly gave us all Emotionally, stance. though. That's, that's true. You had all this room in your life. That's true. So I actually think it was really great <laughs> in the end. So what you mean is thank you. <laughs> well, I think what you mean is that, yeah. <laughs> but it was like I can't remember. I don't. I'm. So I would be shocked therapy, if it was six months. I think it was because wow. I mean, I mean, you don't remember me even talking to Maddie before you met her. Very well, much. no, we were talking. You okay, talked a so few then, times. I would say you didn't speak for like four months. Okay, yeah, maybe four. So yeah. I so think you maybe were seeing it was like, us in in in. in so L- I was in, seeing you guys in London. And I was just like, what's happening? And I was like, okay, like I don't really know. <laughs> All right. And then at a certain point, yes, we come out of that. I'm like, I'm ready to talk to you and like set down good more vocabulary and boundaries around like money and talking vocabulary about Vocabulary, words, no, good No, meaning. like a new, <laughs> a new voca- Talk. A new, a new set of. A new foundation. Yeah. Right. For us being able to talk about that kind of stuff, which then served us 
well, we've had that then to have that conversation many times. Like, mm-hmm. once I moved here and, like, it, it was, you know, we needed to, anyway, it was yeah. the start of a good thing. So, okay, so then we start talking again. And then I, I don't, that summer was sort of, I don't know, it was a kind of a blur. And all I knew was that at some point Papa was going to die because Papa was sick. And I had got, I had t- started talking to Papa. I went to see him in August. And by that point. Like, and by mm-hmm. Papa, we mean my father. Right. And, and like, I think at that point, I knew you guys were together. Mm-hmm. I knew that, um, I knew that you were younger. I knew that you guys were really happy. Like, I knew that it was going really well. And I knew that, I guess, I didn't really, like, put it together. But at a certain point, it was, like, clear, okay, we're going to meet at Papa's deathbed. Right. Yeah. And I can't remember, okay, so here, do you want to hear my first impressions of you? So, by the way, let's just. Uh, in let's person? Just... Yes, but let's just frame this. So this okay. is September 9th of that year that we you met. met. Yeah. Two days before he died. We Really? Yeah. It wasn't... He oh, died okay. on September 11th. The 10th was the day before when he was still kind of lucid, and then you were there... The day before The day before that. that the day With of, you guys. On the you 10th guys. was mm-hmm. when we all went out and ate. Right. At everything. that brunch place. Yeah. Okay. So I remember... Did you guys pick me up at the airport? Yes. yes. Okay, so I remember you were driving. I was. Yes, this big car. Big car. Which I thought was <laughs> funny. Why? I don't know, because you always drive. Uh-huh. So it was just funny, but I, I, I liked it. Because I had rented the car because of Enterprise. So right. I was like, I have to go off the lot driving it, and I should just drive it while we're here. Also, David, sometimes his driving is questionable. So never in L.A., always anywhere else. So I just was Good like, night. I'm going to drive. And it also helped to make me not nervous. Really? Yes. Because I was like, oh, God, she's old enough like, if you were younger, right. like, four or five, yeah. it'd be easy. Yeah. Even, like, up to ten. Of course. But but a grown-ass woman, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> this could go really bad. And I showed up in weird, oversized jeans it and, like, adorable. a flannel. My hair was funny yeah. then. I didn't think your hair you was funny. You had style. It was a little yeah, was weird really look. Cute. You look like you were going hiking just you at any moment. Style. At any moment. <laughs> I know. This is what I was really trying so hard be part of San Francisco. Yes, like yes. I was like, they go camping, I'll go camping. <laughs> they like Bran, I like Bran. It didn't work out, but I was trying so hard. But I, I, rem- I remember, I remember, okay, I remember you driving, and then I remember you wearing those strappy sandals with like the wood heel. Mm-hmm. And Love. I don't, don't, I don't know why that lodged in my memory is you wearing these heels I thought was funny for some reason. Uh, uh. Not like not like funny. I just remember it. I just remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. And then I and then I think my way that I like meet his girlfriends is very much I don't I don't try. Right. Oh. I low really key. don't really low key nice. I was nice. Uh-huh. Like I'm not weirdly like standoffish, but I don't get really Hi, like, oh my god, how are you? Like what's what's up with you? I don't do that. I'm very well. Did come. you feel like you didn't do that that day? Yeah, no. Did do you think I did? Oh my god, I thought you were so friendly. Oh good, okay. <laughs> I think I'm friendly even when I'm being my low key version. Not stand up. My low key version of myself. That's like, we'll we'll like f- meet in the middle. I'm not come all the way over to your side. Yeah. You're not gonna come all the way over. To, but we'll that like was find our. For me. Yeah, and it's so nice because I think in the past that it always felt like they were always like intruding on me, mm-hmm. being like. What do you like at school? Where and what? How is this? I can't ask you those dumbass questions. Well, thank God. <laughs> thank God. I was like, this girl's in the back seat, and then you took over driving. I do remember that. Yes. So that I could like be able to go between the back seats. Oh yes, I remember that. Which was lovely, and I thought you were so friendly. Oh and great. I didn't. I I didn't get any of that, but I'm also overly familiar, and I put my feelings onto other people. So Not, if I was excited. Sorry. Well, what I remember was that by the time we were all at that meal, when we had driven to Portland and we were all having that meal together, that the two of you were getting along. We like, were taking her back to the airport. Oh, and we that's there to right. Have, that was the brunch. Yeah. And you guys were getting along like sisters. Yes. Oh, my God. By the end of that weekend, I think also, yeah, I don't know. I think I could sense that you weren't trying to impress me or, like, do anything. You were just being you, and that was nice for me. Yeah. And so then I could easily just find the things that I liked about you naturally. Yeah. And then it was it was fun. And also, you were really happy even though this horrible thing was happening mm-hmm. and like, you were in a really good mood you guys were fun together it was already the three of us were having fun like we do now well, we were it was a respite when we all three were together because everyone else right. was really sad right of course and david was really sad the mornings were very difficult i remember 
um, a yeah. lot of crying. It's but, very heightened, of course, when yes, someone is dying. Of course. When one is dying. And, and, and so that means that the moments of joy are also heightened. Yes. The moments yes. of levity are also heightened. We All did, the stakes are heightened. We also active like, choose to find joy together, yes. Yes. which was nice because I think everybody else was just, well, I'm going to be sad now for the, dur- the duration of this trip. Right. And we were like, mm, we're going to like pop out and do an errand or we're going to like, yeah. and, and that was, I think it was nice for us to bond and get to know each other, but it was also nice for that experience to have those, you yeah. know, moments, those like interludes. And it was funny. It was weirdly that was supposed to happen because like, I feel like. I'm so good with grief and I've lost so many family members already that I could be sort of a pillar for you, David. Yeah. But then I also could handle meeting Maddie as yeah, well. Right. Um right. and I and we could handle sitting around and like talking to your father who was actually very lucid still up until the end. So it was the perfect thing because there was no bullshit. It was such yeah. a serious situation that we had to meet at. Yeah. And it just made it really beautiful. And I remember, so then I had to fly back to San Francisco. So I, because I was in my master's program. So right. I was, I had to fly back. Papa was still alive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I, I can't kind of stay here days and days, even though I wish that I had. Now, especially with, like, the fact that I ended up quitting that stupid program. Yeah. I definitely wish I had just stuck <laughs> yeah. around. But I remember like, at the funeral, I remember by the time I was in San Francisco and we were on FaceTime at the funeral, mm-hmm. it was already, like, not weird that you were there. And I remember you going, you guys went wine tasting and I was jealous of you guys all hanging out. <laughs> I, it was already, you were, like, in the family. Yeah. It was in within days. Well, that's also because your family's awesome. Oh, thanks, babe. Everybody's always treated me like I belonged, even when... We went to Cincinnati the first time to meet your mom and your brother and sister. And I was, like, so nervous. Yeah. And then Mel made that toast. And I was just like, <laughs> she made My a toast about her <laughs> lack of support of women who have abortions. And I was like, oh, well, I am at home. <laughs> it was so awkward That's at the table. That's what she did? It was, well, no, it I've was. I've never heard this story. It was a toast. Shout out to Mel. We know you're a listener. Yes. Really? Not, yeah, we love you, Mel. She Aww, was just Mel. drinking red wine, and she made a toast about just, like, how precious life is. And so oh, it was an no. allusion to, and it didn't weird me, at, weird me out at all. I was just like, yes, everyone is comfortable enough to do that at the table. <laughs> I am home, you know. And your mom has always been so nice to me. Like, you know, look at, your mom could be really annoyed that I'm not Jewish, right. that I'm not your age. Right. You know. And that you're black. And that I'm black, but she's not racist, thank God. No, she's really not. <laughs> she's super She's not. the opposite of racist. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so which that, is, that was lucky. Which did work out. Yeah. <laughs> but, of course, yeah. Maddie is a very I'm a racist. very different situation. <laughs> yeah, sad to say. Yeah, she's a self-hating, <laughs> Jew-hating. I just, just never know how it's going to be. And I, I have not, we've never had any issues. No. No. And, you know, I know you say get they get along like sisters, and that always weirds me out because then I'm like, oh, Jesus. But because <laughs> well, I do though. feel like there's a certain level of, even though I'm only six years older than you, I have had a lot of life happen. You're, it's definitely maternal. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, but I also have had two stepmoms, and I'm, I'm very, I know how they were and are in my life and I know when they're more like my stepmom now I adore her Mm. and it's because she didn't ever try too hard she was just herself Mm -hmm. and she just happens to be like the most loving but then she also can like get you together with one comment or one one stare or (laughs) one look yeah yeah and I just like love that but (laughs) she never tried too hard and and that's why I adore her so I was like I'm gonna do that too I've got practice thank god Mm -hmm. but I did I ever think I'd date a guy with kids, especially a grown, <laughs> a grown adult? <laughs> no, I never saw that happening. But it's so funny. Like, when it's right, it's right, and it should be easy. Do you feel like you're... Okay, you're, it's friends, sisters, mother-daughter. What's what's the continuum there? Sisters is not a thing for I, me. Yeah, I think yeah. it's definitely more like mother-daughter with a lot of fun friend mm-hmm. stuff. That's so interesting. I'm the cool mom. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. When I really need to be mothered and even like emotional cuddled or like I'm having a really hard day, I do call you and just need whatever it is. Sometimes it's you being like that with me or something. Yeah. Sometimes it's like (laughs) tough love love. or, well, not not always. (laughs) It's the, it's the right, you'll just give me the right combination of things. Oh, good. So it's true. It is, it is maternal. Well, that leads me to one thing because the girls were asking, like, they were like, what is it like for her to have a black ass step? <laughs> and I was like, I'm just cool now. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> well, it's true, though. Yeah, unfortunately, it's just very like, true. I was like, you know, I, I'm definitely different because I was raised different. And my mother was very, like, you're going to make your own money. You, I'm not paying for anything but this uniform. So if you want to wear other clothes, I told him that the other day. I was like, I was working illegally at 14 because oh my, my mom was like, if you want other clothes and shoes, you're gonna you're gonna pay for them. Wow. And she, I was driving illegally at 14. Oh, it was no. oh yeah, bad decisions. Oh, but that's made so me bad. Okay. Um, but no, like I was just raised differently, and we were very disciplined in our house. And and my mom did. We I didn't have a curfew when I was in high school because she knew I was a nerd, and I really wouldn't be doing anything questionable. I didn't have a curfew. Right. No. So, but like, so we had that freedom, but then also I was not allowed to watch MTV. I was not allowed to like go a see sheltered. rated R movies. Yeah, I was a little bit sheltered in that way, and not that I think that should be the way we the way you raise Maddie. Not at all. But there was there's a freedom Maddie has when she speaks to you. Oh yeah, that I never had with my mom. I there could have never been times. Be like, you know, yeah, and there, those times, those times is when we butt heads. Yes, that's true. Yes, because I'm just not. You know, like, you know. Well, I, the I way we buy gifts or spend money at the beginning, was we had to, like, figure out how we were going like, to give presents and how much money was appropriate to spend on gifts. And, like, yeah. there were things like that. that oh, I'm very cheap. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> but, like. Well, I think it's more. I do think it's more. more it's like, and I think some. And I'd love an example of, 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 of the way, example. you know, of, of our, our relationship, me and Maddie. You know, like, the way Maddie talks to me or the way I talk to mm. Maddie chafes with the values that you uh, well mine is always the respect your elders thing so when i was a kid and even now you do not like check older people because they're older than you and if they're authority (laughs) if they are the the authority then you don't ever question that and as you're as you become an adult of course you question those things but it's out of respect that you keep your mouth shut so mm-hmm. to me, or or you just like let them go because there are family members that I have that I'm like I'd rather not, and so I just don't speak to them. But I would never come out of my mouth to say I think you're wrong because of this and this, unless it's a specific situation. But sh- no, I don't respect my elders. I don't. She doesn't believe in. That, I don't believe people. in it. You heard it here. I first. don't. No, I think I I, I no. But see, talk, talk about it. Talk about that. Because I just don't. Well, I, so I was definitely raised with your opinions and your thoughts are worthy of being heard by adults and being validated by adults and being held up at the same level of respect as like an adult's opinion. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like right. Sorry, but it's no. But, you haven't lived any life. How can you say that? Because then, but then you have a discussion about it. So a kid says like, "Well, I think this," and then it's like, "It's not." Well, you should shut up because you're talking to an elder. It's like. Well, let's talk about it, and I can tell you why I think that you're wrong by, based on my life experience that you do not have. But but it, but it'll be more of a discussion, and the kid's going to learn something, and the I kid's going to grow through that. I, and I totally agree with that. I think there's a way to facilitate a discussion that's not you're wrong because of this, or or I think this. I'm definitely harsher than I think I could have been. I think there. What I, I don't know how that came about or if that's just part of me but I think I am sometimes aggressive and sometimes harsh and sometimes mean and I don't always know I'm doing it and uh or sometimes I choose to and maybe that's I should have more reservations to doing that and I don't and I'm not sure that well do you feel like when you look because you're now you're an adult you're mm-hmm. grown you're she's grown 30 now I'm you just turned 30 about yeah. a few weeks ago yeah. do you when you look back do you feel like in terms of our relationship or, or at least our your upbringing mm-hmm. was your father like too much of a friend and not enough of a father like in that father friend continuum yeah where would you say I think you're probably too much of a friend definitely well I almost like pushed it because I was trying to find where the boundary was mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. there wasn't one ever 
Well, no, sometimes there, there there were times when you would be, there's one time I remember when we were at a party and I was 10, we were at like a New Year's Day party, this like actor friend always threw the same party and we would always go and it was like this big theater party and I remember I wanted to go for some reason and I stomped my feet at the door. I was like, I want to go and I stomped my feet and you absolutely not, you will never lay down the law in, in front of people mm-hmm. and then also later mm-hmm. and I remember being, okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, like kids want that. Oh, kids definitely need boundaries. I think that I don't think I would ever with my own kids go, you have to respect me because I'm older than you. Because what if you? What if the older person's well, a shitty see, human being? You do that with your kids. I'm saying like your kids should respect you because you are the sole provider for them. But and think, you are their teacher. But I think it's important to point out in the case of Maddie that my philosophy was if they're... It, it, if I love her, if she knows she's loved and she knows she's safe, then then the rewards are going to outweigh mm-hmm. whatever yes. the bad behavior is going to bring. Yes, correct. And she never, she can say that she felt like she pushed the boundaries. But pushing the boundaries was never, she came home and she was smoking. She oh. came home and she was doing drugs. No. She brought boys around. And they, I mean, there, there was no, or she, right. you know, Pushing she boundaries like by, like one time I said, fuck, and you took my allowance away for three months. Like, that was pushing a boundary. Wow. Where I was like, I want to see what happens when I say, well, I don't, like, give a fuck. And I was maybe, like, 13. And you were like, well, that's allowance for three months. And it was like, oh, okay, there's the boundary. Right. So I just want to, like, I just want to contextualize it. It's not like you were this horrible teenager. I never did you anything. actually never did anything rebellious. There, there was, was nothing never, to rebel against. Because that's my, my absolute right, right. purpose consciously was don't give you something to rebel against Especially stupid shit. Like, right. You know, the, the, the things that really matter, your health, your safety, legal things, you know, criminal activity or dangerous behavior, of course, but you never did any of that because... Right. So, so it wasn't like... It wasn't hard to be your friend a little bit more than your father because yeah. you never really pushed it, even though you may have felt like you were. And I was cool. And you were a cool kid. <laughs> well, she's a theater kid. Yeah. So I think, you know, I was cool. We we were, were very similar. I liked the stuff that you liked. You yeah. showed me things and I liked them and so yeah. we could talk about them. And so we had a lot in common and wanted to talk. But like, sure, there are definitely times when you probably could have been more of a dad and less like, oh, I want to be everybody's friend. You know. But I mean... Ultimately, you've done an amazing job. You're a great dad. Like, yeah. I hope you don't think oh, no, questioning. Oh, no, no, no. I just, I, no, I just, I think it's, it's just interesting to put it in context. You know, people are, you know, always wondering about what those boundaries mean and what, right. and, and what, mm-hmm. those, what those limits are. And, and from my perspective, you never really pushed against them in such a way that would have tested me. That's true. Uh, but I think what you said about like, making her know that she was loved yeah. and valued the and most... appreciated, like, that's the most important that's, thing. That's where the hurt people happen or yes. get raised is yes. when they're not appreciated. They're not um, and when they when they're not shown kindness. Yes, which then therefore makes them feel unsafe. That's where the trauma comes in when yeah. you're in a place when you're a child and you feel like your your protector cannot protect you. And so that's mm. sort of the the gag for me is mom was living in like a crap apartment and not making any money. You were a writer full time and like working from home all the time. We never really moved when I was a kid, but you know, we lived in an apartment. Like we didn't have a lot of money. I never felt unsafe with you. I felt unsafe with mom actually. Because mom would put us in these like stupid situations because she was, I don't want to spend $100 a night on a hotel, so I'm going to put us in a hostel in Japan with other people in our room, and it'll be fine. And it's going to be great for the book one day, don't <laughs> Well, whatever. I mean, I let's, let's be honest. I mean, how but exotic. We were in a, I was in a hostel in Japan with my mother. When I was 11 and I, I felt know. sad and unsafe and dirty the whole yeah. time. No, it's I not good. Yeah. So that's, but that's the thing. Like, I got, then like, you know, the way that I our. I have to edit this out. No, you don't. Okay, Mom's but, not a listener. Okay. Um, <laughs> she doesn't know how to use the phone. So. <laughs> okay. I'm not participating in <laughs> anyway, I, I, I just think, like, I think with you in particular, I never felt unsafe. Even, like, despite we had a all pretty, the... We had a pretty luxe townhouse, two-story apartment in Burbank. Right. Ooh, despite the fun. fact that we didn't, like, no, have yeah. the money for it. No, it was fine. Mm-hmm. I, we were fine. Okay. <laughs> we were fine. Okay. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I mean... I mean, you never... It was interesting, because you never... I, I, I mean, you... You would go to some of your rich girlfriends' Oh, I never homes. thought, like, why don't I have a house? I never thought that. But all of your rich girlfriends ended up at our apartment. I know. That's so funny. It was the same thing at our house. 
it was the same thing. We didn't have a lot of money, but we had a cute little house on the bad side of truce. <laughs> we're putting and that in quotes. <laughs> we're putting it in quotes mm-hmm. because it's not the bad side, but it is the blacker side, uh, redlining. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> no, um, we had that true. cute house. Reparations. And we- <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag reparations. Good. We added like a beautiful deck to it and we put in a fenced in yard and it was like kind of bougie. Anyway, for me, but when I would go to my rich girlfriend's house, they were all like a Catholic, at a Catholic all-girls school, so... They all had these beautiful houses in Leewood that were huge with pools. And I never went, oh, I wish I had that. I just thought, no, I was mine's like, oh, different. Yeah, me too. And all my girlfriends would always come to my house because, yeah. number one, it was like always a place of joy and food. Right. And then also my mother was like the cool mom. So because they I always want to hang out if with If you are, feel safe and you can have real fun at your house, mm-hmm. then people will be attracted to that. Because so I went to true. so many people's houses where like you could you tell that there feels... were all these rules and yes. like they, in the room it was this rule and you can't drop this and you can't wear shoes or the disc is going to get dirty and then don't eat that food and don't, there were just like so many rules everywhere. Yeah. Like, it wasn't fun to be at any of those houses. And I had other friends who had huge houses in the Palisades and I and but I never wanted to be there. It was really like there were just so many rules at those houses. Yeah. And we didn't really have silly rules that didn't... No. They weren't, they're just all silly. All those rules are silly. I mean, look, we had we had unspoken rules, like you're not going to smoke in here. Well, yeah. You're not yeah. going to drink in here. Well, right. You're not going to do drugs in here. I, it I was mean, never even like, yeah. those are illegal things. I it was never <laughs> even like a rule. It was just like. I know, but it, yeah. I bet at some of your rich girlfriend's yeah. homes, there probably was, you know, a lot Well, yeah, and their parents probably had like a liquor cabinet. You didn't even drink. There wasn't even alcohol around <laughs> it to like sneak. It was, there was nothing to like. Oh, that's true. Because <laughs> so. all my girlfriends had liquor cabinets at their houses and we would sneak into them. Yeah. Like, but you know I'm, what we had? We had all ten seasons of Friends on TV. And all <laughs> Sex in the City, every movie right. ever made. So, so did you guys watch those All things? of them. <laughs> <laughs> and we would just, one DVD Devour. after that. We were just binging shows before that was a term. Like, we really were. Just hours and hours. Those of, Lord of the Rings movies and all the special features. Oh, yeah, binged it all. Yeah, oh, we did. All right, what's great. your next question from your girlfriend? Oh, no, that leads into how, is your rela- how has your relationship with your father changed? Have you noticed any mm. changes in yeah. David? Positive or negative? Have you noticed any changes in him since us being together? Absolutely. Go on. <laughs> Tell me more. Well, I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. that because you have more boundaries... Hard. Right. Yeah. So you've now, <laughs> you've influenced him. I and so, so we totally. had ru- like some rubs at the beginning when I moved here mm-hmm. where I was, you're acting different. Mm. And I was like, I don't like that you're now different mm. because you guys are together. But it was really just that I wanted you to be like, yeah, here's money. Yeah, here's stuff. Yeah, do whatever oh. you want. Yeah, come over and eat all of our food and don't clean anything up. Like, yeah, do. Mm. Like, there were all these oh, things. But yeah. I would just do them because I was like, well, I'm, you know, your kid. And, and you've never told me not to do that. So I'm just going to keep doing it. And then, right. and then you know, then you started getting embarrassed because she'd be like, what the hell? And then you'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe that's bad. And then, but then you would try to tell me, it was actually like, I think the biggest thing was like, once we all three figured out like, you just need to tell me. And -hmm. it wasn't like, you tell him, tell me. It was actually like better because you didn't do very well with like passing on the. Well, I, I didn't want to like. At the beginning, Start it makes being sense. like a disciplinarian out of nowhere. But I was just like, you know, when you come to someone's house, you clean up. And you're right. You offer yeah. to do things. Yeah. You and know? you're right. It's just that I never thought you about. Never had to. Well, yeah. I also just thought like, well, we're family, so right. you don't have to do those things. But actually, like, it's nice to do those things because they're even family. More so. yeah, yeah, even more. So, yeah. like, which I agree, like, you know. I, I've lived all over the world and I always do that for other people. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't like I raised you to not be helpful when you I was always helpful house. to other people, but I was never helpful right. to you. So I just want to also <laughs> stipulate that it's, it was the familiarity really that manners. was creating the Yeah, contempt. exactly. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I think at the beginning, those were some changes. Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. And I think I figured that out. We had to talk about it sometimes. And, and there had to be more of a transition into what your life is now, mm-hmm. which I think took some time. I think that first year, of me living here was well it was a big transition because we had lived in different cities for 10 years so all of a sudden we were in the same city and I was like 30 or like well I was more like 100 blocks away and it was 
oh, so now do we just like see each other all the time? And like, mm-hmm. how does that work? And then there would be times when you would want, I sometimes it was you want to go out with Brie and then Brie can't, so then you'll call me. But if she can go, you won't call me. And there were times at the beginning, because you were only like a few years into dating. Yeah. And so you you didn't quite know how to regulate that. I didn't. That was tricky, though. It yeah, it really is tricky. But, but I will say the the fact that you didn't meet at all for the first nine months of our relationship okay, actually not. did. Well, because we that, didn't meet until September, so we yeah, were we had oh, so we had physically met. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so it did actually mean, and that you and I basically weren't talking, Maddie and I. You weren't talking. I mean, it basically did mean that, as you said before, I I never had any of those conflicts in the beginning. Right. Right. Exactly. At those very formative months. Yeah. And then, um, so then so I we moved really to well New York, I moved to New York in a year and a half into, no, almost like, wait, wait, hang on. I moved to New York when in the summer of 2017. So that was a year and a half. A year and a half, and a half yeah. right. So by the time I get here, you guys have like a whole thing solidified. And it's good enough to where you're out of the country and I'm in the country, so I Oh yeah, in. that's true. That's exactly right. Yeah. I literally you did. moved Maddie into New York. Yes. After, after only, we well, we spent Thanksgiving together. Oh, uh, or like, um, and I had come out in April and I stayed in your apartment. Yes, 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 that's true. So, so there I had was, been. I was in London, where was I? I don't know. I don't remember, but it's true, you were gone and I moved in and yeah, you met me like at the apartment. Oh, I know apart, apart, Or even. How did you? Maybe you took a car to the apartment, I think. I guess, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I remember we went to we went to the cafe around the corner together and got coffee. You had just we, broken up with Ron. Yeah, and we, I was crying, <laughs> oh, and you were crying. talking. I was like, oh, God. You had to step in as, like, mom, <laughs> like, immediately. But you did. Well, it was a lot. It was a huge change. And then suddenly you're just dropped in Harlem. I was like, oh, shit. Right. But it... I know. It's so crazy because your life is so different now. Um, I know. Um, so, speaking of a life that's different, marriage. <laughs> Yay! So, Maddie's getting married in Capri, August. Italy. In, next at year. the end of August if next year. If we're allowed to go Trump, there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. That's the caveat. Um, but somebody wanted to know, what influences are you taking from David and I's relationship that you might implement into your own? That's an interesting question. Yeah. That's funny. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, there are some times where, um, I do think if you, I were, you guys are like my parents where I'm like, ugh, like, shut up about how much you love each other. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Like when you're like, mom, dad, stop. It is sometimes sometimes like that. Um, so I mean, I don't know. I actually like, I kind of don't take stuff. Like, I think you guys being happy and the, the fact that the, the three of us plus my fiancé, that the four of us can have a lot of fun together is really important to me. Yeah. Us, and we do, we have so much fun. We laugh a lot. And the fact that the four of us are, when we're together, we feel like a family is really important to me. But I don't take a lot of relationship stuff. I think you guys have a really different relationship than we have in a lot of different ways. I think the things that you connect over are different. I think the 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 ways that you make each other feel is different in a certain sense. I just think you and you and you you've built the relationship, you know, just in a different way based on different things. Like I just think it's really different. It feels different to me. Well, they don't have to be the same, but I think well, one thing I think we're very good at is communicating, and I think I think anybody could take that from us. Right, but I think we're which, very direct. But I think you're we, a very direct person. Yeah, which is like a thing I think that we have innately as well. Yeah. I think that there are there are times when I think, um, you know, of the things that you guys say, you know, the things that you naturally like love about each other. And it's funny because I just love different things about Brandon. Mm. And I think he mm. loves different things about me. So I just think it's kind of different. Like what? Well, I don't what know. What do you love about Brandon? So much. <laughs> I know, but name three of your tops. Name three of my tops. Well, I mean, uh, I'll name my three. I think Brandon is really funny, yeah. which is good because he's a stand-up comedian. Indeed. Um, I think he cooks and bakes really well. That like I love to eat his food. Some pretty superficial things we love. No, and I also <laughs> love how mature he is emotionally. Yeah. Um, in a way, almost more for further along than you mm-hmm. because you know. Brandon was also married mm-hmm. before, which I also wanted to ask you, did you ever think you would marry, uh, yeah, you would marry, marry a person him. who'd been 
I never, I never thought about it, but when we met and like one of the first things he told me was he was divorced, I was like, that's hot. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh, the man. <laughs> the man well, I've really done something wrong. Right <laughs> the man can commit. Oh, okay. Well, that's wow. interesting. Yeah. That's true, though. Yeah. And it is true. Especially it's when better you're, than being. When you're like, than, I'm. When you're, it's really true. If, I, if it, I met him and when we met, I was 26 and he was 28 or mm-hmm. something. And if we had met, he'd been like, I've never had a long term relationship. That I've never be been in love, which, like, lots of guys that age. Say those things. Yeah. But he was like, no, I was uh, fully married. I uh, got divorced. Uh, and then I remember I said to him, like, it's so sad that Pete Holmes has your life. <laughs> and, and a he TV thought, show and on And a TV HBO. show. Aww. And he's already done the TV show. I'm so sorry. And he thought that was really funny. So. Oh, he thought that was funny. Of course. Oh, good. So that was how oh, we met. God, that's so funny. So I just think, you know, I mean, the things I love, I mean, I love I, I love everything about him. I he's think very thoughtful. He takes care of you. He's so he's so sensitive and kind and and you know, every every part of his joy, his sadness, everything is what makes him who he is and I love all of the parts. So I I think that he and I together are very compatible. I I never thought there's so many things about him that I didn't think I would Mm-hmm. the kind of person I'd end up with and mm-hmm. yet I'm yeah. like it could only be him I agree David I feel the yeah, same that's way about true. you I never thought I'd end up with someone like you and especially in the business right and right I never thought I'd end up with a comedian no well I think what you hope for and this is what <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about it though <laughs> I think what you hope for in any relationship is that is that the person that you're with makes you the best version of you that mm-hmm. you can be and I think you know, when, when I think about Brandon, I just think that he is making you the best version of you that you can be. And 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 I see him in the moment um, <laughs> checking you where you need to be checked and, yeah. and, and being a guardrail for you where you need a guardrail and where and where I, and where I was and always lovingly and yeah. always caringly and also super supportive enough to where you feel OK about telling a boss you can't treat me like this. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you wouldn't be able to enforce that boundary if you didn't feel support. Yes. Like somebody had your back. You know? uh, yeah. So. And even somebody who like thought had been thinking it for months and months. Right. And slow and really patiently let me get there on my own. Mm-hmm. And then was Absolutely. there. Yeah. No, I, he is the He is the boundaried human yeah. mm-hmm. that I need to balance me out. Just like she is that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So that worked out. It all worked out. Amazing. I feel like we didn't quite finish the answer to the question. Which one? The one where, what was the question about, like, what are things that, oh, how have you made What changed, changes have you seen? Yeah. Like, good and bad. Enjoy. I feel like I only talked about bad things. Oh, good. Oh. I feel like there, there are so many good things. Well, let's end on a good note. Yes. <laughs> what are the good things? Well, me and Brandon was a good note, too. But <laughs> oh, absolutely. This is also, a, yeah. we have two good notes. Well, no, I think, I think that there had always been, like, a hole, like a gap, you know, because it was just us, mm. but you, I, you know, you always wanted a partner. I always wanted you to have a partner. Yeah. Like I always wanted this triad to exist, right. and it never did. And I think, you know, I was single less time than you were single, but I felt the same, like you mm. know, feelings yeah. of being. When am I going to find the person who can take all the love that I have, mm-hmm. and isn't going to be scared off by it, and, and, and think I'm, I'm too needy or desperate or too at all too too much of anything? Yeah. And I think you felt that for a long time too and I yeah. think now that you have your person it so much changes about how you feel and think and react and and because you don't you're not trying to be enough for people anymore and you're not thinking you're too much all the time so I see that in myself and then I I see it in you and how the most fun we have now is when the, all the three of us are together or like the four of us mm-hmm. like that's like the most fun and like yeah. we have our things but actually like this this is like the triad that I think is the most joyous and energetic yeah you know yeah. that we can be you know together Well that's really nice I had one more question and I forgot I didn't even write it on the thing but the girls wanted to know about allyship like, what is it like to be, how do you be an ally and also be family at the same time? Because yeah. I know when everything happened with George Floyd and everything, I had struggled because I was like, my family is white. Yeah. And I was just <laughs> yeah. like, I don't want to see any white people. Yeah. But, you know, and I had to sort of, we had a, a few friction, you know, a little bit of friction because I wasn't communicating that because I felt ashamed. Yeah. 
saying that, especially yeah. to you, David, who is so like empathetic right and all you want to do is help me through it so it was I mean, it I didn't was, feel friction about it I, you know I, I just I just felt like we just didn't we weren't like normally we communicate so well and yeah. we were off for like two days yeah um and so then I remember I was like you were like the kids want to come over and I was like well I don't want to see the kids because mostly because they're white yeah mm-hmm. and I was just like even though Brandon is you know also Filipino and Mexican but, <laughs> you know he don't read that way yeah. anyway <laughs> so I was like I don't know and then I finally was just like Brianna get over yourself and then oh. it ended up being wonderful in the park and we talked about oh, stuff right. but how does that feel for you to have to you have to sort of bear that load well, kind of, because you have to be the one to stand up for me. But you don't have any friends that are crazy. No. Or, and there's no family that's crazy. No, but. Uh, no, it was more like, you know, I just feel like I just try, I just, well, in that moment in the spring, I was just trying to just do what, uh, I don't, it, I don't know. I, I was trying to just do for you what you needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... I mean, I've definitely become more, you know, woke, well-versed, less ignorant because of you, mm-hmm. for sure. I, I I grew up with a lot of friends who were black and Hispanic, but in my later years, not really. So it was sort of like I didn't really have a really close person to me, like a best friend of color. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it was missing. Like, I think it was an unfortunate occurrence, you yeah. know, in my life. And I think the fact that you're here, like now you're in my family... I mean, I feel, like, blessed to have that. I mean, I don't want it to be like, well, now I can ask you questions and you will tell no, me. No, but I, I think, like, Marsha Grammy said this. She was, like, she was asking questions and she felt bad for asking questions. I'm like, well, no, I'm here. Like, I'm your daughter-in-law. So you should ask me those questions even though David gets embarrassed by them. This is the thing. We have to have the conversation. Right. This is what we keep telling everyone. And I've got this whole group that I can reach. Now, mm. you guys are all liberal and you 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 make sense, but <laughs> if you didn't, I would be able to educate you on what it's like to be a fucking black person in America. I which still is feel hard. like I needed education. Mm-hmm. Like I and mm-hmm. I think that oh, yeah, and, too, and you absolutely. did educate me. What and you were so I don't so, feel like I've done that much, but maybe just being is helping. It yes, absolutely. And also just saying, you know, at the beginning I wanted this and now I want this. And me understanding mm-hmm. also, you know, and then I talk to my black friends now and they, sometimes they feel differently from you, mm-hmm. naturally, as other people <laughs> might. But that's also something I needed to understand. Mm-hmm. That it was like, okay, Brie might want me to reach out, but like maybe my other friend doesn't. Yeah. And that and was. Both are okay. And both are okay. And I'm going to just roll with both. Yeah. Um, but I think I just, I feel lucky because I get to ask you those questions that I really would not feel comfortable asking anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I do get to get this better understanding of a perspective that I will never fully understand. Um, but I can, you know, be so much more with it and empathetic because yeah. I can always just, like, think of you. It's funny because when we went to that little cabin in um, PA, yeah. and I remember my whole thing was, I'm always going, oh, I'd love to get away in the country, <laughs> but then I'm like, am I going to be lynched? <laughs> because at this moment, it's very polarized, yes. right? And, and we were we went in... And we went in PA. Like June, no, it was July. It was July 4th, so oh, yes. it was also just close to everything. Yes. And, and you never know when you're going to come across the wrong white person who's just going to be mad yeah. about everything that's happening. There was a white lady in the grocery store in Bucks County, PA, who was definitely mad. I and we drove by like a white cop who pulled over a black guy and I got mm-hmm. really and mm-hmm. you were driving so actually I don't I think I said something eventually you did. you did but I don't think I said something in the car did I maybe I, I did. think you did okay maybe I did but it but that's fine because I want you to be aware of that because it's the thing I'm thinking about right I, I love to get away to remote areas mm. too as long as I know I'm safe right and we ended up like looking up the stats and everything just yes. to make sure which and I we were in a pretty blue it was fine area in but, the end but I yeah would, I would say for me if there's if there's been an evolution it's really been in the way I would walk down the street with you when we started mm. today mm-hmm. and it was like right in 50th Street and 8th Avenue and now and mm-hmm. now I'm seeing everybody more from more from through the eyes of a, of, of a black person as if I was a black person mm-hmm. than I was in those days when even you would complain um, that I was unaware of the yeah. looks you were getting and the so Which, I, like, I, I started to find myself started to try to tune into that more yes and see it more from your perspective and I think that's been 
that's it's probably so funny. Exchange. I don't even have the luxury not to tune in, of unfortunately. Of course. So. Well, and then me as a woman, I was always looking for, you know, stuff anyway, being a woman. Right. So, like, I, you know, I'm walking down a certain street and I'm like, I don't feel safe here. And then Brandon would be like, it's fine. And I'd be like, no, no, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. We are not safe and I can tell because mm-hmm. I'm highly sensitive to this as a woman and you do not understand. And I think it's really hard for men to wrap their heads around that. Yeah. But it's not – well, once again, I will never understand what it's like to be black. But I understand what it's like to be a woman, which is a version of always having to be aware, always looking out, always making sure you're safe. Absolutely. Thinking about your per, your bodily safety all the time. Yeah. So that – but it was good to be like, okay, well, now it's expanded and now I understand so much more. So I think, I mean, I just think it's great. Well, I mean, what, what I will say is that I don't know that there was ever any point when you saw Brianna and me at the beginning or saw us on Instagram that, that there was any racial thought in your head. No, never. Never? Never. But he always had, like, black woman friends, dated black women. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Here it comes. At least he's consistent. <laughs> But I didn't think it was. I, but you there know, was never I, a time, and I think you you can actually. I could just ask you this question: Was there ever a time that I was, you know, there really weren't that many women that you were as an adult aware of that I was dating? Hmm. Not many. No. That and uh, that you ever felt the same as you felt when you experienced me and Brianna. Like, right, no. I mean, no. You were never comfortable with them. You were never Mm -hmm. yourself. You were never, like, excited or joyful. (laughs) It's true. God. You were always like, I have to protect her, and now I will pay for everything, and I am now Mm -hmm. the person who will have to do everything, and I will take care of her, and she is small, and I will be big. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it wasn't until Brianna that I, I began to perceive that a relationship with a woman could be anything other than a burden, which it always really was. That it could actually <laughs> that it could actually improve your life and supplement your life and yes, make your life better. Indeed. Like, it wasn't until Brianna that that was actually a concept that I ever experienced or could even entertain. Then you were not ready for a relationship uh, until then. I mean, then. that's kind of what happened. That was kind of the way it went. Um, wow. And you, but you, but you, as my daughter, yes. you witnessed that. You must have felt that. Yes, yes, yes. Like never before, I would think. Of course, but that was like. You know, probably subconsciously, like, one of the reasons why I never liked any of them. I never was, Mm -hmm. like, getting along with any of them. I was never, like, bring, where's her? She bring her around. Like, never. Like, because it wasn't fun. You weren't fun. You became different. You became weird. Like, (laughs) when I was younger, I couldn't quite figure out why. And then when I was older, I just thought you were uncomfortable for some reason. I didn't understand it. And so then when when none of that happened, then it was just, like, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Like, it's all... (laughs) I feel that way about, like, I, you're so kind, David, that, like, I worry that people take advantage of you Mm. to the point where I even go, is Maddie taking advantage of you? Mm. Probably. Because I know how I was when I was uh, younger, and (laughs) I could, like, get things. I couldn't get anything from my mom because she didn't have any money. But, like, if, (laughs) if somebody did have money, I knew what to do to get what I needed, even if it was... A meal or just a trip to Walmart where you give me my college stuff. You know what I mean? So I always, when we first started dating, I was like zeroing in on Maddie because I'm like, well, is Maddie taking advantage of you because you are buying her a $500 leather coat? Well, once again, can we just, all right, so we're going to solve this. We got into the $500. We're going to solve this. I knew it wouldn't take. Right now. I could never believe it. That took an hour and two minutes to get to the leather coat. So here was deal with the leather jacket oh my god and then we're done because it was your birthday he gift. paid for half and grammy grammy paid a hundred and i paid a hundred okay so but, but it was initially a joint... you wanted him to get you that and you were like it's my birthday yes because up until then that that was the amount of money he would have spent on a gift for me so it wasn't hilarious it, it wasn't but see that's what i mean is i don't come from a, a family where that's like that's like a thing you, you do. do sure like, oh, you were going to spend this you much felt on me. A, you felt there was an entitlement that you uh, Yes, were, that's just what it was. But then it was hard for me because then I was like, you're not, like, married yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, his money's not your money yet. But what you didn't know is that it was. <laughs> and therein lies the rub. <laughs> Maddie, it's been a delight having you on the show Yay, today. Yay, for having me. Woo! Thank you. 
That made my day. That was the best. You're Good. the best. Listen, I know there's a lot of love on this show, and it makes people very uncomfortable. <laughs> but I love you. I love you so much. I and love thanks. you guys, too. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> She's great, isn't she? Yeah, she really is. I love her so much. Babe, you did a great job raising her. <laughs> I'm really so grateful to I you. I really took the reins on that. Did you I did. Not? You really did. And I love it when you take the reins. No, I, I just think, I, I think you're a great dad. And I think she has turned out to be really lovely. And I couldn't ask for a better stepdaughter, so. She is, in the words of the great Maya Angelou. Where is this going? A phenomenal woman. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is not for white women. Uh. No, she can't have it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. Can she be a phenomenal woman just on her own without... Yes, but not in my... my not in the words of the great Maya Angelou? Yes, yeah, okay. we cannot do it in her words. Okay, all right. Um, no, thank you so much, Maddie, for coming on the show. We love you. We thank you for your time and... For your energy. What you guys don't know is after the interview, we had wine and we ate egg salad and it was very cute. Yeah. For a few hours, so. So we'll be next back next week. We'll be, you know, we'll have we'll be chock full of updates and information. And it'll chock be great. full. There's a lot going on. There's well, already shenanigans. There's so many this shenanigans. This week that we're not speaking of. And I think it's best this way. Have a respite from all the shenanigans and enjoy the swear with Brie and Dave and Maddie, their and Maddie. daughter. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us and have a beautiful day. And scene. Boom, boom, you stole boom, that! Boom, 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 boom. was created using Anchor, and you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We hope you'll subscribe, and if you want to tell us how we're doing, please leave us a rating or a review. If you'd like to follow us on social media, I'm Brianna Marie, and he's Dave Lyrics. Music for this podcast is by Bo Black. Thanks for listening, everybody. Look forward to having you back for the next episode. Taste the swirl, everyone! Bye. Test, test, talk, talk, tea, talk, 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 test, 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 talk, talk, test, 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 talk, 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 test, 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 talk, talk, test, 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 test,